Hello everyone and welcome back to the My Muscle Podcast with your host Joey Malloy. I'm very excited to have you on this journey with me as always. We're on to episode number three and I am joined today by Leon Thomas. Leon is from my hometown in Kilmackinogan, County Wicklow. For many years Leon would have struggled to find his purpose in life with the challenges that he was faced with. But since then he's a barber and he's now living a fulfilled life which is amazing to see. In this episode we discuss panic attacks, relationships with drugs and alcohol, the loss of a loved one and the importance of having a morning routine in your day-to-day life. So I really hope you've enjoyed this episode and I hope you get a lot of value from the episode as well. Today I'm joined by uh, Leon Thomas, um, my very first uh, guest on the podcast. Very, very grateful to have him on the podcast today. Um, so just to give an insight of how this episode came about with myself and Leon. Myself and Leon grew up in Kilmacadogan County Wicklow um, in Ireland, same hometown. We've known each other over the years, um, but I don't think, you know, unless you sit down and have these discussions, I don't think you ever truly know somebody. Um, when I put out my first podcast about my experiences and my challenges that I faced and where I am today with my anxiety battles, Leon hit me up on Instagram and said he, he experienced very, very similar challenges throughout life and could relate to a lot of stuff. So he said, we should sit down and chat. And that's exactly why we're here now. So um, with that being said, Leon, just give us a bit of a, an introduction there. Come on, Joey. Thanks very much. Um, just fair play to you for what you're doing with the podcast and the page. I think it's brilliant. Um, the mind muscle, you know, it's it's. Uh, I think it's important to share how you deal with these things and like your sort of day to day processes of just like overcoming like anxiety or any any little things that come up during the day, you know. So it is important and fair play to you. Uh, like you were saying, yeah, I. Oh, from Kilmack, you know, uh, similar sort of backgrounds, but I uh, struggled with anxiety sort of all through my life, as especially like from childhood onwards, you know. Um, it's just like at this, like when you're young, you don't really sort of acknowledge it. You don't know. You just think that's normal, you know. It's only as you get you get on a bit, you sort of understand that oh, there's a different way of living. Like I don't need to be like this all the time, yeah. and. Um, yeah, I think like it's important now, especially these days with lockdowns and everything. It's just uh, it's important to look after your mental health and share tips and how everything, how you can deal with it. Like. I agree, and just I suppose it is a lot. You know, it's all about what goes on behind the scenes because when we're looking at when we see people, you know, day to day, and you're having a conversation with them, um, obviously prior to lockdown, and um, you're having a conversation with somebody, you're bumping into them. Um, you know, you could have a conversation with, with anybody and they could be like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing well, doing great. Um, they go home and, you know, the hands are, uh, you know, the head's between the knees and it's a completely yeah. different world at home. And that's one of the biggest things that I know you've dealt with uh, and experienced yourself. Um, and likewise, um, did you, yeah. 
with anxiety, did you have any sort of, I suppose, plaster with the anxiety? Um, I know for me, I would have, you know, drinking would have been a big thing because it, it kind of made me feel somewhat normal. Did you ever experience anything yeah. like that over the years? Oh, 100%, yeah. Like, I mean, uh, as a child, it would have been uh, like food. So I definitely would have uh, overate as much sort of sweets, biscuits, chocolates, all that crack, you know, and uh, obviously just sort of self-soothing. But as I got older into teenage years, it, yeah, I mean, it was, I think I was 14, 13, 14 when I started drinking and smoking. And then like from there, it went to 16, uh, I probably started taking drugs, uh, smoking hash. Uh, ecstasy moved on to cocaine you know very early like you know like it was, uh, still a child at that age and you're, you're you're dabbling with all this sort of stuff but uh yeah it sort of went on from there um never really looking at why i was doing it but uh obviously you know you get the friend group you as well as everyone everyone's doing it so you just think you know oh, sure this is how, this is how life is you know um but yeah so like, I mean, I, I was a DJ then for my early 20s as well. So that was like pretty much a lot of sessioning, drinking, drugs, and uh, which also really, really uh, affects the mental health and, you know, takes it out of you, you know. So uh, there, that was my biggest thing, like was probably drinking and drugs. And most recently, uh, it was drinking and cocaine, which was my biggest problem for a few years previous of getting sober. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I think everyone sort of, anyone that struggles will will have some sort of crutch to, to help plaster over the, the problems, you know? Absolutely. And um, I think, you know, I, su- I suppose, especially in Ireland, and, and there's definitely no uh, justifying it, but it is a big part of the culture. Um, for me, very, very similar. Um and absolutely not blaming my friends because it wasn't my friends at all. <laughs> it was uh, it definitely wasn't my friends for sure. And um, sometimes they'd be gone home and I'd be still 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 out. So it, it definitely it definitely wasn't my friends that uh, had that influence. But um, I think one of the things for me was I was drinking and going out the weekends heavy, even when I wasn't enjoying it. So, you know, I'd kind of go to any invitation, any night out that was was going, yeah. or go or go out with anybody, um, and <laughs> you know, it was it got to the stage where I was doing it. Um, it just I just fell in a pat- pattern, like, and I was I was chefing for years, so I think you know myself and yourself were, were both to blame in, in terms of the, the challenges that we faced in the sense that we didn't pick the, the best careers at the time <laughs> to, yeah. To, yeah, 100%. To, to accommodate what we were going through. Um, mm-hmm. at, at what stage did you feel, and I know it's very, very, it's a very tough thing to answer, but at what stage did you feel that something, something needs to, to give here, something needs to change? Um, so, it was about four, nearly four or five years, no, four years ago. Uh, but I mean, I, like, don't get me wrong, I, I, all through the years, I uh, had really down moments. Um, and 
obviously tried to give up and uh, you know didn't last back onto it. You know the, the usual cycle of sort of feeling good. Uh, last year I went over a few drinks, back into the session, back into the, the, the cycle. Then feeling crap, uh, and then wanting to you know give up. You know people say oh, I'm giving up the drink every weekend. You know what I mean? That sort of that sort of thing. But yeah. now. Um, it was four years ago when I had a massive panic attack and it was uh, it was just a few months before my son Jackson was born. Uh, so we were living in Ratnew at the time. And um, yeah, I, I think I was actually off the drink for a few weeks before, before this. And uh, what happened was we went out. I think it was, I think it was Paddy's Day or something like that. We, we went out and, and had a a few points or whatever. Um, well, I did, like the missus didn't because she was pregnant, obviously. But uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the next day, uh, you know, you feel ropey or whatever, and that was grand. But uh, I think just we were on some on the way somewhere in the car. I just I didn't feel right, like, and I just felt it coming on, you know. And I, I've had a panic attack before, before this when um, I was actually I I was about six. I know I was about. Probably 17, maybe, and I smoked a, like a joint myself, and I was just freaked out. So I actually, uh, I went home to my man and dad, and I was just like, it was in bits, and they copped straight away. So they actually brought me to the, the, the Lockenstown Hospital, and like, I thought I was having a stroke or something, but uh, <laughs> obviously they knew straight away. But, but similar uh, but to this story, but uh, with the panic attack I had, I actually completely... Like my hands, everything locked up and I just couldn't breathe. And I was like, right, I'm actually dying here. So I thought, like, I really thought I was, I was having a seizure or something was wrong, like a stroke or something. So um, it was only me, myself and uh, my partner in the car. And so she rang an ambulance <clears throat> and brought me back to the house. So the ambulance came up and, well, I, I mean, this whole time I was still locked up. My, my arms, fingers, and everything were locked up. <laughs> Um, the ambulance driver, the, the ambulance paramedics came out and, um, you know, they assessed me and they knew I was having a panic attack then. There was nothing too serious. But I mean, you know, they say it's not serious, but like yeah. in your head, you, you, you are dying. Like, yeah, um, yeah, of course. So, uh, yeah, so, uh, that was all grand. And um, I sort of slowly got back to myself then. And then for obviously I went to see the doctors. So for a period of two, like a week or two after that, like like ha- having sort of small panic attacks, like just kept triggering myself. Uh, so I was prescribed um, antidepressant tablets. So these are, they're antidepressants, but they work on anxiety and panic disorder as well. Um, right. So supposedly, so uh, I was put on them. And you think like, I mean, I just sort of slowly got back to myself with the tablets and stuff, but I didn't actually fully change then. <clears throat> Even when when Jackson was born, like uh, I I was still drinking and I was still doing a lot of cocaine, like. And I said to myself, you know, right, I have a son now, um, I'm a father. I need to knock this on the head. This isn't it's not right. So I tried like all through the first year of his life. It was. Uh, cycle of up and down, up and down, trying to get off the stuff, trying to get myself settled and then just 
just a vicious loop. So um, there was one like I, I hit many rock bottoms along that that first year, and uh, it really, really got to me, you know. So I think every rock bottom sort of drilled it a bit home that I need I need to stop. I need to change. Yeah. And then the so 2018, then my family was hit with like two two big losses. My, my nanny uh, passed away in the March, and then uh, like in the June, then my uncle Bobby was killed in the Bray Boxing Club. Yeah. So like that was a massive trauma for the the whole family, you know. It's a shock for for and everybody around. Yeah, especially like, yeah, the my community, everyone like, and but at, at that time, I, like I was still heavily drinking and taking a lot of cocaine. So it was the the night of um, Bobby's uh, fundraiser charity football match. So obviously there was a party afterwards. So I went. Went hard again at, at that night, and it was the next morning or the next day. I was supposed to mow in Jackson, and um, I just I couldn't do it. I was just so in bits that I just like physically couldn't look after my son, so I had to get someone to mind them then, obviously. And um, that that was the final nail in the coffin for for my uh, alcoholic ways. Uh, was it was just I couldn't. Uh, you know, every time I had a a night out or you know a session, the next morning I'd, I'd go to bed and I'd cry my eyes out. Like I just like I just couldn't yeah. couldn't, couldn't handle of what I was doing to myself and my family and everything. So after that morning, uh, I was like, right, that's it. This has to change or else. Like I just could, I couldn't be a father and go out on a drinking session all the time. Uh, financially wise, mentally wise, I just couldn't do it. So. That was the that was the pinnacle that changed me. So, literally, uh, gave up that that morning or the next day or whatever. Uh, that was the the final drink I had, and yeah, haven't haven't touched a drink since. So uh, that's coming up to three years. Three years in July. Wow, wow, three years in July. Yeah, that's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. Right. Cheers! Thanks very much. So Stephen, like sharing, like the just hearing the emotion in you, and even like I feel it in myself. Just sharing that is just it's, you know, it just shows yeah. what people actually go through and what we don't see. And, yeah. and f- f- first of all, I just want to say fair play for even just sharing that. You know, that's thanks very much because there's so many people out there like yourself that are. That are struggling and going through these things and you know this is one thing that i like one thing i have um i always say is you're always going to get trolls you're always going to get negative people in life and that's just the way it is but i i, I really yep. really one of the big things i feel in life is just just be kind it's one thing that doesn't cost anything and you do you don't know what's going on behind closed doors um yeah, it looks obviously a tough road. Three years off the off the the drink. That's that's phenomenal. That's that's phenomenal. Yeah, and, cheers, I'm, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm sure you don't miss it for sure. Um, no, I actually don't know. Uh, uh, 
once I once I stopped that morning that day, uh, I haven't looked back. The only like through the lockdown, I have to say, was uh, it was tough. There was a lot of times where I was just like, "Oh, what's the point?" You know, I'm just so fed up because I'm barber and uh, I've been off the whole time, really. Like apart from a couple of weeks back here and there, but like just being stuck at home the whole time, it's you know, it's it's not good for mental health either. But like it really challenged me some some days, and uh, I was just like, "Will I just get a few drinks just to take the edge off?" and uh, thank God I, I didn't, and, and we're nearly out of it now. So, exactly, yeah, you've you've got through the hardest part. Fair play. Um, I I think when you're saying that, like, obviously this is a question that's very tough to answer, and I, I'm going to ask it anyway because I just, I suppose you don't know, you're not going to know the answer either. But if it wasn't for Jackson, could could things have been completely different now? Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, I don't think I'd be where I am now at the moment. I think I'd, I'd still be stuck in that cycle. Um. Jesus, like you know, it sounds dramatic, but I, you know, I could easily be dead, like because the way I was carrying on was very reckless at the time, and uh, it's you know, it's you always hear you hear on the news the whole time, like like just people just overdoing it or whatever, and you know, it's it's it happens all the time, and it's yeah. it's so prevalent today in this day and age that uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think I'd. Uh, Definitely wouldn't be on this path anyway. <laughs> no, that's it. And it, it, it is like you said, you can overconsume. I, I and, and when you when you're saying that it's 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 amazing looking at you now where you've came after having your son, because at three o'clock in the morning, one morning, I was going through very similar situations that you're going through. I honestly was I felt like I was I was dead. I felt like I was my my body itself was like I felt like I was dead, uh, but I felt like I was gonna live for another couple of years. And it was just the the, the most horrible feeling ever, mm-hmm. feeling like you've no purpose or no reason. And that was one thing that hit me. I never I don't have a kid. I wasn't planning on having a kid at the yeah. time, and I still don't, not anytime soon. But the one thing they said to me is I can't look after myself. How on earth would I look after somebody else if I brought you know, and that, and that's, yeah, yeah, that's and, that, and that's what, it, that's what it takes. Um, obviously, um, you know, I'm crazy about morning routines. Like, I just think it's, it's <laughs> the be, the be all and end all. I just think it's, it's, yeah. it's it, you know, it just really, um, really does wonders for you and works wonders Big for time, you. Yeah. I actually read your poem, um, yeah. the morning routine. Uh, and it's just amazing. It's it's brilliant. Yeah. I re- really, really enjoyed it. Um, Thank I you. Really, really enjoyed it. So uh, I think people should. Um, I'll share that obviously after this, and um, for people that haven't yeah. read it. Um, but uh, I think you know it's something that people need to read. Um, why is it that you you're you're so um, invested in morning routines? Um, I think. Well, I mean, like I've. Uh, from getting sober, I decided to work on myself and uh, I, you know, I started reading books and looking into, you know, healthy alternative ways of living. And then um, I came across, uh, I was actually, it was mad, sorry, I, I, where I was working at the time was a warehouse and it's, uh, it does all these natural sort of supplements and stuff like that. But at the time they were promoting Pat de Ville. Yeah, so I, love I uh, 
like I, I was sending out his books to people, you know, in these packages and stuff, <laughs> and uh, sending out posters and all. I've had to believe this, that, and the other. So I just came across like obviously been seeing it the whole time. I was like, Jesus, I must read that book because it's helped upgrade your life, and it was exactly what I needed. <laughs> so I was like, this is Deadly. definitely fine. Like you know, the universe is giving me this book. Absolutely. So I, I started reading that book anyway, and then it was just like it's it's it helped me so much like it was it has like you know a bit of bit of pat's background and stuff but it has like uh morning routines goal setting you know meditation journaling it, you know it gives you a bit of everything so that's what i done i just took that book and i just went through everything did you take it from the warehouse or did you buy uh, it did you take it from the warehouse the book or did you buy it i know it? i was actually giving a lot <laughs> don't be lying <laughs> but uh, yeah so I just started like uh, journaling meditating and goal setting like and uh, from there then it was just changed my life really uh, and, and like the morning routines as well as you know that's a big part of it so I was doing all this in the morning so um, <clears throat> from there I went on to you know, while I was in while I was in the warehouse, I hated it. It's just something I just it just wasn't. I, I mean, I've done it. I've done it for many years at that stage because uh, I was in a similar one before, and then I went to Australia and then came back, and then it was just like it's stuck in you know the same thing again. So I really, I just, I really needed a change anyway. So I sort of thought about what could I do that because I wanted to work for myself eventually, and you know. Have my own business shop, dollar. So I was like, "What could I do that involves that?" So just barbering came to my head, and I decided, right, no pun intended. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just sort of like, uh, it, it, you know, barbering could be a good thing. And it was actually the first year that Biffy and Bray had the barbering course. So I said, "Yeah, I'll go for that." And um, Applied for it, uh, got the interview, and then the interview came and I was like, ah, oh, I don't think I'll go for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just thought oh. I could be in the anxiety, getting better me. I just uh, I was like, ah, I'm not going to do that now. And then I didn't <laughs> go to it. So I didn't go to it, and that was fine. And then about a week later, um, I got another uh, phone call to say that uh, there's still a space for me there if I wanted to go for another interview. So I said, ah, sure, I'll go for it. And... Um, Went for the interview, you know, decided I'll, I'll do it. And then instantly loved it. Like, so anyway, I'm sorry, I've gone off topic there. But no, no, that's absolutely. How it, just like, that's how the power of sort of, uh, you know, sitting down with yourself, working through goals, thinking about what you want to do. And all this was happening through a morning routine, like for me, you know. So, uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's so powerful, I think, because it's, it's really just set you up for the day. It sets you up for um, what you want to do, you know, goals uh, as in through the day, which with goals through the day sort of lead to bigger goals through the week and months. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's how powerful it is, you know. Yeah, and no, I couldn't agree more. And actually, um, I actually have Pat Dibley's son. I actually only came across Pat in the last couple of months. Um, through Brian Keane. I don't know if you you know Brian Keane at all. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I was. Uh, listening to Brian Keane's podcast at the time as well. So 
That was kind of yeah, yeah. I like I like Brian a lot. He um he kind of is somebody that's got me through through the tough times. Um and kind of similar to that, he's the one that clicked for me. Um, yeah. whereas Pat is for you. Yeah, um, Galway must be producing these gurus. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, we need to get some of <laughs> Wicklow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, I have the book there. I'm reading Wim Hof at the moment, so I just need to finish that. I'm going to stick, uh, get straight into the Pat Devoli book. Um, but I know yeah. you said there's great things in it. Um, it's it's mad when you say you're you're in the warehouse, you, you're working on yourself, and you're 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 getting better. You're in the warehouse and. Pat Dibley's book was there and he's changed your life in the sense that, you know, he's yeah. gave you a lot of guidance in, in, in the book and that's something that can change. And then you went into the course and the emails after not going and saying, you know, oh, there's one spot left. You know, yeah. I always think everything happens for a reason and those things are happening yeah. for reasons, you know. In with the Barbaran, that's you set up your your own page and everything on, on Instagram now and everything you're doing your own bit, aren't you? Yeah, I have my own page, uh, just to sort of promote sort of cuts and promote myself a bit, you know. Uh, I mean, it's it's it definitely helps because you know it it gets your name out there and people sort of like your work and and they they'll come to you then, you know, or they text you and say you got kind of book in or whatever. So it, it definitely helps. Uh, but I'm actually working in Realmwood uh, in Ashley Barbers, um, been up there. So it, it's yeah, we're having the page. It, it sort of brings customers up as well you know so it's, it's good like absolutely and plus you can get creative on the page you know you can show your sort of creative side and your your best work it's like a cv isn't it in that sense in a way it is. Yeah, um you, there might be only five people listening to this podcast but what's the name of the page there your your uh, <laughs> your, your barber page it's leon thomas barber so it's leon underscore thomas underscore barber um but yeah, follow away. Yeah, it's, it's follow uh, away, follow away. Um, again, you know, it's it's something that you've you've been working on, and it's uh, it's good to give uh, something back and and show that support. Yeah. So get following. Sure in terms of the the morning routine, um, what is it that that's in your morning routine? You have a staple like of things. Oh, so at the moment, I've I've done sort of various different variations through the last few years, but at the moment, um. I've sort of nailed down a solid one. I needed it through the lockdown. I needed a bit of structure, you know, uh, and sort of just just to get me head right every morning. So what I do is I get up first thing. Uh, I, I wake up at six. So I set the alarm for six. Well, now I'm totally used to it now. I just get up at six anyway. But uh, so the first thing is I hydrate. So I'd have a bit of water and lemon and a sprinkle of sea salt into it. Yeah, that's and pat, then I take me hot special. That is, <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, I'd then take me uh, vitamins and stuff, and then uh, so I'd meditate then for twenty minutes. Usually, I'm trying to up the meditations a bit, but uh, twenty minutes. Uh, I use the inside timer, which is great. Like uh, you can set your own timer, or you can just you can do a guided. But um, yeah, it's very good. Yeah, it's brilliant. So yeah, 20 minutes meditation. Um I finished that, then I would journal for no when I say journal, it's more like um I do three things I'm grateful for. Yep. Uh a to-do list for the day, like what I plan on to, to do, what I want to get done. You know, everything doesn't have to get done, but just sort of a, a bit of a guideline. Have something to work off. Exactly. And um 
then after that, I do an affirmation. So I just sort of like, at the start on a Sunday, I do a sort of a Sunday session, so I'd, I'd plan the week of it as well, but I'd pick seven affirmations. So I know on whatever day it is, I'd, I'd go to that affirmation and say that 10 times. Really love that. And uh, after that, then I'd read for 10 minutes. Uh, currently reading Jay Shetty's book, Think Like a Monk. Have you ever oh, read that, yeah. Jay? No, I was talking to you about it actually. Um, I have to get my hands on it. It's on the list. I'm one of these people that I used to buy 10 books and leave them sitting there. And I said, you know yeah. what? I'm not going to do that anymore. And <laughs> I just, I was going to wait till I finish one and then reward myself with a new one. So yeah, that, I got, yeah. that's on the list most definitely. Yeah. Is, is it good? Yeah. Ah, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's very good. And it's it's very um, like what we're doing here at the moment. It's very, uh, you know, gives you sort of a plan and sort of tips and of how to live you know, more like like a monk as well as things like yeah. but uh, uh, definitely helpful and it's, it's really good read I, I've been flying through it now nearly finished now I've only started start of the month but uh, yeah now it's very good uh, so after that then once I've done my reading I usually go for a walk so I'd go for like just I, I'm living in Wicklow now so I just go down around the Murrah for like 20 minutes 30 minutes um, up and around the Murrah and then Someday, like I'm trying to do every second day now, but it also depends on like how the sea is and stuff. But I'll get in for sea dips as well, you know. That's one thing that's got me through this lockdown is is getting into the sea. Yeah, I've seen it's, I've uh, seen the stories. Really I've seen the stories on the uh, on the on the Instagram, and I know you're yeah, the dry rope. You have the dry rope um, <laughs> yeah. to keep you warm. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, that's yeah the. I do the journaling and Tony Robbins priming um, as well. So, yeah, three, three well, things. I've never tried that now. I must uh, give that a shot. I mean, it's absolutely amazing. I probably at some stage am going to do a live, um, probably some Saturday morning or something on, on mm. the, the My Muscle page um, because it's something that a lot of I don't really know too many people that actually do it. Um, so, I wanted to, it's something that's, you know, it's, it's something it's a non-negotiable for me i i have to do it um yeah, yeah. so what basically what to do is it's a breathing out exhaling so getting all the negative energy out first thing in the morning and then three gratitudes so three things i'm grateful for and yeah. then you imagine this white energy this white light coming down through your head all the way through the ground pushing out all the negative energy and bringing back up the positive energy and then you send that out to people to everybody you know whoever it is I send it out to as many people as possible and everyone in the world that are struggling or, you know, someone that's yeah. having a baby or whatever it might be, yeah. positive energy. And then the last part, which is is one of my favorites, is treating three goals and I visualize them as if I'm I'm in the position already. And after it, you just you just you're lit up. You're literally lit yeah. up for the whole day. So uh it's something Brilliant. to try. It's, it's definitely worth trying. Um, but I'll send it over to you. But I, I'm probably gonna do a live, but uh, if you want to yeah. see it before then, uh, I'll send you it over anyway. Um, and yeah. with the sea swims, it's something I feel guilty because I'm in Vancouver here and I'm li- I'm living right on the beach. Like I got very really, for- yeah. got very fortunate to be honest with you. I d- don't deserve where I'm living because I haven't been into the sea. I think I should be. I think I should be pushed back yeah, further yeah, in the city. Sticks. <laughs> yeah, but I I need to get into the sea. I need to start doing it. Um, because I know I'd how powerful it is. I'd say it's a lot colder over there, though, is it? It's cold. It is. It's very cold. But I, I don't think that's this. That's the excuse to be honest. Well, with you're re- you're reading Wim half at the moment, so I think you, yeah, you definitely need to get into that sea. Could be a better time. And I I do the cold showers all right, and uh, 
mm. I do that every morning, but I, you know, I prep myself as, as if I'm going into a boxing match and think I'm going to take on the world lap, <laughs> go, go for a cold shower. And, and then I realized yeah. that I, uh, I'm cheating on the sea swimmers because I actually have control of how cold I can make the top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. I know that's, that sort of led me to the sea swims because I, I was into the, I actually learned about Wim Hof through Pat Davili's book as well. And uh, I, I was doing the cold showers. And again, like the universe aligning, uh, we moved to Wicklow then. And I'm literally right on this, you know, right beside the sea. Like so, uh, it worked out perfect. Um, but yeah, now it's it's a different kettle of fish uh, getting into the sea as as the cold showers. But <laughs> yeah. it's much. Uh, I love it. Like you really, it, it is Baltic, obviously, when you get in, and it's a uh, shock to the system. But it really sort of just centers you. You know, it grounds you, as you say, and. Um, like you're just absolutely like you're actually buzzing after like it is like a yeah. drug in a way because yeah, you're, you're just you're probably pushing. not thinking about anything else either when you're when you're in the water you know you're not thinking about anything else oh either. no all you're thinking about is trying to breathe stay afloat and <laughs> trying not to freeze to death so yeah that's it um yeah. if you if you had to pick one thing for your morning routine that you could do for for the rest of your life what would it be and why um geez, that's a hard one because they all serve uh, you know a purpose in different ways but I think it has to be meditation as well like I mean apart from sea swims because I think I just I just I don't know if I'd be able to live without them now at the moment but uh sea swimming or sorry meditation is is really has been a game changer for me so uh I think it just sort of balances your, your whole nervous system you know everything everything just sort of comes into everything just settles and you just come into yourself then so it has to be uh, meditation for me i think yeah yeah it's it's yeah. amazing i only actually started doing med- meditation myself this yeah this year uh, was it yeah. this year this year towards the end of last year it, it's crazy because i'm i've a busy mind my mind does be racing and you know yeah. you can sit down and you can take everything in and just focus on the body focus on the breath and it's a it, it, it really is a game changer isn't it uh, 100% yeah I mean I think I don't think I would have uh, well I say I don't think I, I, I definitely think it's a massive uh, reason why I was able to stay off the drink and sort of not go back to my old ways is because I was able to balance everything out you know in the mornings settle myself and then things aren't as bad and you know you can, you can deal with them a bit easier so it's it's been a massive game changer. Uh, sorry, game changer for me. Yeah, with the with the morning routine as well. Like I, I never had my morning routine was running. You know, getting out of bed last minute, uh, rushing to work, stressed. You know, anyone that didn't let you out in the motorway, you're beeping at them, or yeah. you know, just it's just anyone that didn't open the door for you, you hated them. It's just, you know, your mind was just all <laughs> over the place. And the way I actually look at it, I probably won't be able to explain this as, 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 as easy as I would like to, but with my anxiety, I'm the most vulnerable um, in terms of my mindset in the morning, first thing in the morning when I wake up, yeah. that's when I'm most, my most vulnerable and, I, and mm-hmm. the last thing before I go to bed. So having that morning routine in place, the way I look at it is, you know those old school weighing scales. So you have you can put one thing on one side and yeah, the other. Yeah, yeah. You know that's like like a seesaw yeah. kind of kind of approach. Yeah. Um. So the way I look at it is the world is one side. So going out and you're going to work or you're bumping into people or you're going on your phone or social media. So the world is one side of the scales and you're the other. So when when I wake up in the morning, automatically because I'm vulnerable, 
it brings down that side of the scales automatically. So the world is yeah. already against me. So when yeah. I do my morning routine, I feel like it kind of balances the scales out. And it means Definitely. then if something comes along throughout the day, because I'm balanced, I might drop a little bit down the scales, but I'll st- it won't take me too far to get back to, to where I was. If the, yeah. Does that make sense? Uh, that's, a, that's a brilliant analogy. Yeah, it's, it really makes sense. That's exactly what it is like. That's that's why I do it. Um, how did you get into the, the creative writing? How did that come about? Uh, that is, I was literally just only starting, uh, but that was a, it's an online sort of free course that Bray Area Partnership were doing. So uh, I just sort of jumped on that because I have had, a, I, I do have an interest in sort of writing, creative writing, poetry and stuff. And I, I had like sort of dabbled in it a little bit, but uh, when I just seen this, I just seen that it was uh, starting soon. And, you know, with being in the lockdown, you're just looking for things to keep you, keep you occupied and just sort of, uh, obviously it's a bit of creativity as well. So it helps sort of, I think creativity is a, a massive thing for mental health. So uh, I said I'll jump onto that and I just did. And uh, I actually, I went out to sort of get myself a laptop just specifically for it you know so yeah uh so i'm still doing it at the moment there's, i think there's two weeks left and um yeah loving it to be honest and just again with with the creative writing or i mean with the the lockdown and stuff i, I the first lockdown i done a photography course and yeah. online thing as well and yeah i love that as well like i think that's it's a brilliant um a brilliant outlet for creativity and stuff as well and plus, it's great to have, like, especially with the kids, you know, like to have a sort of these camera there. You can just take a few good pictures and stuff. And uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely a creative outlet, and I think that massively helps with being in the lockdowns and stuff. You know. Yeah, and I think yeah, absolutely. And I I think the main thing, you know, everything that we've touched on today, that helps you become a better person or helps you manage your, your mindset in the sense um pretty much everything's free yeah yeah Every, everything everything that you know pretty much everything is free obviously there, there's a um, certain exceptions but you know the majority of things that you need to ground yourself and, and keep yourself at, at ease your mind at ease yeah they're free it's up to yourself you have to do the work really isn't it like you know you it's can make like, excuses to say that oh, sure, I have to do this or to buy that, but you can do it. Like you, yeah, you just have to decide you this is what you want and just go for it. Yeah, it's a it starts off with the belief. It's you know, yeah, it's I, I said to I I used to say to myself, oh, I'm so unhappy, I'm so unhappy, I'm so unhappy. And then one day I actually got a pen and paper and just wrote down on the left hand side, what am I unhappy with that I'm not that I'm doing at the moment and what am I what make what actually makes me happy on the right hand side? Mm. What do you think at the time I was doing more of? Obviously, the things that made me unhappy. And I was like, Yeah, how can you not not play the victim? But that's essentially what I was doing. I was like, you know, you need to take that time <coughs> and and do things that you actually like and enjoy. Um, and again, going back to your beliefs, if you believe that you can achieve something, you'll work towards it. And yeah. and and that's the way the way I, I look at it. Um, in regards to the the night, do you, do you actually have a night time routine? I know it's probably difficult because you, you have kids and yeah. Uh, well, I do, I, I do have a night an evening routine um, that I try and get done as much as possible. Like you say, with the kids, sometimes it's uh, it's a bit all over the shop. But 
No, I uh, usually before bed, I'll just sit down, have a 10 minute meditation. And then I will journal again, but whereas this time journaling, it's more like a, a day reflection. So like I'm just right now, what, what I thought went well through the day, what, what didn't go through well, so well, how I was feeling, how I'd like to feel tomorrow, you know, all that sort of stuff. And it, it sort of, it, it really helps you sort of, I think, I think it actually helps you to get sleep because uh, it gets everything out of your head on the paper, you know. Could not, I actually could not agree more. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, uh, once I do that, then I'll just I'll just get into bed and read for another 10, 15 minutes, I suppose, and then just uh, I'm trying to see the the idea behind that is to stay off the phone as well, uh, because um, it's never out of my hand a lot of the time, and uh, yeah, I really have to sort of really trying to, to catch that. So what I said was uh, with the morning, with the with the evening routine is to once I sit down for that meditation that the phone's gone for the rest till, till tomorrow yeah. morning. And I don't use the phone then. I, I only look at the phone to get me time or the alarm or whatever until I'm finished my morning routine as well. Yeah. So it, it gives you that bit of breathing space for me because I know we're all stuck to the phones these days. Um, but yeah, so I just read for 10 minutes and then not off to sleep then, you know? Yeah, it's so powerful. Um, like everything you said there, journaling, meditating and reading uh, at night, it, it, they're so powerful. Um. The phone is, yeah, it is one of those things that it, it can keep you up all night and yeah. just scrolling for, for no, scrolling, scrolling, knowing that you're probably going to get the same outcome that you got the night before and the night before and the night before. Yeah. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm actually starting to do that as well, leaving the phone um, at the other side of the room, charging at the other side of the room. So yeah. once the alarm goes off, I'm, I have to get up. I've no, I've no choice. <laughs> That's a good idea. I might start doing that. Yeah, I've, I've no choice. Then you have to get up and. Sometimes, well, you know, majority of the time when you when you have to get up, when you get out of bed and you're you know, you're up, you don't necessarily. If you have things to do your your morning routine, you're not going to jump back into bed. It's the getting out of bed is the problem. So you know, yeah. with the alarm, you're not going to leave the alarm ringing there for, for yeah. half an hour. You know, on the other side of the room. Yeah. Um, I love have done that. Yes, I've done it so more than once. In terms of falling off track so if you are doing your more not even more routine just in general goals anything that you're doing um in mm. life and you you kind of fall off for a couple of days how do you handle getting back on track uh, well, there's a good quote that I, i've been using sort of through over the last few years now as well is that uh, you've probably seen it it's like reset readjust uh yeah and yeah, what's the other one? What's reset, readjust, and I know, I know the one you're talking about. Who oh, is it? You know, know what I'm, I'm talking about, anyway. Yeah. So yeah, basically, just you know, you failed, or you mean you you didn't do whatever you needed to do. Just leave it there. It's yesterday's news. Just get back straight up, back onto it. You know. Um. What's that yeah, called? Just, I have it in my head. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, I'm trying to look for it here. I have it. I read it down. Read. Reset, readjust, restart, refocus. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's it. So yeah, that that's what sort of because uh, uh, previous anything anything I was doing, like you know, when you fail, you just like oh, you know, why am I even doing this? I'm shite, you know, and just uh, you really sort of get down on yourself. Whereas it's just it's not that big of a deal. Like if you forget something or you don't do something or whatever, 
all you have to do is just get back on it the next day and go from there, you know. Absolutely. Um, I have just to touch on that as well, the quotes. Um, there's one thing, just so I might as well share it um, after you sharing that. So, because uh, that was actually one of the questions I was going to ask you was, is there any <laughs> quote or saying that you kind of live by or go by? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I know a quote's not going to change your life, but it, it'll, it'll, it'll give you that reminder you know, when you are having those yeah. days. One thing I have is the time is going to pass anyway. So, In the next hour, what are you going to do? The time's going to pass anyway. You know, if you're sitting there at 12 o'clock and you don't want to do your run or you don't want to do your walk or you don't yeah. want to do your workout or you don't want to read your book. If you're sitting there at 12 o'clock, one o'clock's going to come. Choose what you want to do in that yeah, time. Choose, exactly, you know what yeah. I mean? And it's going to pass up regardless. Um, and going back to falling off track, um, I kind of like use... Google Maps as a reference. So if you're go, if you set a goal for yourself, you know, you, that's your destination. That's where you want to go. Um, obviously the, the, the journey is the most important part though. Like you, you want to yeah. enjoy the journey and make sure you're enjoying the journey. Yeah. You, you set your destination and you get in the car, you go driving to your destination or towards your goal and you, you take the wrong turn or you miss a day or you don't do whatever it was that day. You didn't save that week or you didn't do your workout or run that week. You yeah. know, Google Maps isn't gonna turn and say, oh, stop or turn around and go home." It'll <laughs> just, it just it just says reroute, and and it might take a little bit longer to get there, but you're gonna get there. That's um, it, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's kind of the, the way I look at most of the things. Yeah, um, exactly. Change the change the route, but don't change the the goal, as you say. You know. Exactly. Exactly. Is there anything else that you wanted to to touch on yourself there? Uh. I suppose with uh, a, a quote I use uh, quite often now as well is uh, this too shall pass. So it's just, it's a little small sentence, but it's so powerful in, in a way that no matter what you're doing, no matter where you are, uh, it's very similar to your quote, like time will pass. And not only time, but like if you're having a shit day or you're having the worst day in the world, it's never going to, it's never going to, you know, be the same. Be the same the whole time. It's it's always gonna ease ease off. Um, as well though as uh, when you're having the best time of your life, you know, and everything's going great, it gives you sort of like, you know, enjoy the moment. But just remember that it's not going to last either. So you have to sort of take the good with the bad, and it gives you a bit of hope, like for you know when you're when you're really in in the dumps that it uh, it's not going to last forever. Basically. Exactly. Yeah, you get you get through it. Um, is there anyone that inspires you, or who inspires you um, to 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 keep moving? You you kind of probably answered this already, but just to uh, well, my family, you know, uh, two kids and Elaine. It's it's um, I'm obviously doing it for myself, but. It's, I want to see my kids grow up. I want to see their kids. You know, you know it, that's what's keeping me going, really, and keeping me on the, the right track. Obviously, I want to better myself and, and live a full life as well and live as best as I possibly can, you know? Absolutely, yeah. And just, uh, you, you know, you've already touched on it, but the, we've covered a lot of ground there, some valuable tips and, uh, yeah. you know, some, uh, some stories and, and yeah. experience. Um, in terms of two one or two books or podcasts 
that you would recommend other than the monk because other than thing like the monk yeah, like I was I was going over this yesterday and I was trying to think and uh, there's just so many because that it's a that's a big part of what I do now is is I read a lot of books and I, I try and I try to take in as much valuable content as I can you know so I've been reading, like trying to get a book a month, really. And I don't always hit them targets, but I've, I've really sort of flying through them, especially with Audible. So anytime I'm out walking around, I just stick on a book. Like, um, Brilliant. Uh, it's, it's really just, uh, <laughs> you fly through them. Like, so yeah. there's a, I've, I've gone through a lot, but I think, I think I have to give you three because I can't just give you two. Books. Well, you can, uh, do, you can give me as many as you want and you might, uh, <laughs> might even get sponsored by Easton's if you're lucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, a massive one for me was A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. Um, I haven't read that now. No, it's, it's very good. Uh, I was actually, I was told about it by my GP, would you believe? Right. When I, yeah, when I was talking, when I was obviously down with, with the anxiety and um, stuff like that. He recommended, like, he, I think he asked, was it, uh, or, you know, he recommended meditation and stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm doing that, like, you know. So he said he recommended this book then. And I think I, I, was, very, I was very early into my journey, and I hadn't really read that many books at the time, but I read that book and it blew my mind. Like, I just yeah. couldn't believe it. And it's, it's just totally different way of looking at things. Uh but that was a massive uh, book for me you now, and it really sort of it, it took me onto a spiritual path in a way. And um, lovely, I like that. You know, they, they uh, meditation and spirituality obviously go hand in hand. You know, they're they're of the same thing. But um, this sort of opened my mind into the the ego and the fact that we're sort of just spiritual beings in a human body. Really, like you know, yeah, that's yeah. Of, we're just on a, a spiritual journey. Um, so that was a game changer for me now, I have to say. Um, obviously, I love his book. The other book, uh, what's it? The Power of Now, is it? Power of Now, yeah. Power of Now. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, that's another one of his more, more popular ones. But uh, yeah, no, that, that book was, that's, I recommend that to anyone. Uh, anyone sort of struggling or looking for a bit of, a, a bit of guidance in life, that's number one book. Uh, more recently, and I know you've read it as well. Um, Man's Search for Meaning. Yeah, Franco. amazing. Yeah, amazing. Oh, that's, that's brilliant. Uh, amazing. Love I've that. Heard it like, for ages, and it just kept meaning. But I got it on Audible then, uh, not not too long ago, and I just I just couldn't stop listening to it. It was just yeah, yeah. so powerful. I've listened to the audio. I've read the book as well. Is it's 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 just it's one of those ones. Um, yeah, it's just I couldn't put it down. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's uh it's so powerful, but it's heartbreaking as well at times, especially with you know the fact that he's in this concentration camp and stuff. But it is, it's uh, a t- it's a tough story. It, it puts a lot into perspective, doesn't it? Big time, big time, yeah. But the the, the lessons in it are they're so valuable. Absolutely. Um so the, the third book uh that I find I got a lot of value of uh is in the realms of hungry ghosts uh, by Gabor Mate, Doctor Gabor Mate. Have you ever heard of that? No, no, I haven't heard of that one. That's really good. And Doctor Gabor Mate is an amazing man. Like he's um, he's an addiction sort of uh, doctor in Vancouver. 
kind of. He's actually, he, yeah, he's yeah. Really he's a should know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, That's yeah, terrible. Uh, the story basically is he, it's him uh, in his clinic in uh, this downtown sort of Vancouver hospital where, you know, heroin and crack, you know, drug, drug addiction is, is rampant. Yeah, it's very, it's very big. Yeah. massive. Yeah, it's huge. Um, and yeah, it's like, uh, it's heartbreaking at times as well because you, you hear the, the stories of the addicts, but um, basically his message is the addiction stems from trauma. And like, he's like, everything really stems from trauma as, as, because as a human being, life is traumatic, you know, no matter yeah. what way you look at it. Um, even if you think you've had a fairly normal sort of life, I mean, you come into this world screaming, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so yeah. You're, you're born traumatized, like, and you're, you're constantly catching up from that. But uh, it's really very interesting, and I, I definitely recommend uh, to look into Gabor Mata. I've read a few of his books now, um, all about sort of trauma and how stress. Like one of them is called, um, oh, what's it called, the, the Hidden Cost of Stress, uh, when the body says no or something like that. Uh, I must look into him because um, yeah. that if that addiction, I I very. Uh, uh, very addictive the addictive personality and you know because yeah. from trauma like obviously you know i lost my dad when i was 10 like yeah yeah so i never sure like i never you properly dealt with that you know what i mean and yeah and and that's one of the that's kind of one of the reasons why i went down to the addicting route i was like mm. addicted to drinking and going out in session at the weekends and doing what i shouldn't have been doing and it's just yeah. you, you just get you get hooked on it and it's you feel you do, like yeah. it's it, it, it's it's literally like it's like a plaster over you know, a wound and exactly, and and that's all. It's not going to stop the stop the bleeding, but it's a yeah. yeah. You're so su- you're soothing the pain, like, and you know, it's it's a traumatic pain, and until you sort of address them uh, issues, you're you're always going to be sort of hiding it or sort of um, covering it over, you know. So yeah, definitely recommend Gabor Mate. Uh, he's he's an amazing man. He's actually like he's in his seventies, and I think he goes to. Peru, like a lot of the time to do ayahuasca ceremonies and stuff like that. So he's really, uh, he's really in tune with you know the spirit world as well. Then I'll have to look into him. Um, I yeah. guess you just send me on those because I'll be interested in reading those for sure. Yeah, I will and definitely. That, yeah. that and I love that as well because you know when usually when you're asking someone to recommend a book, a lot of them you've already heard of. Um, and yeah, you're, fr- yeah. you're familiar with them, and you know they're on your list, and you know you're going to get to them. But mm. at some stage, but yeah, I've I've never even heard of him, so that's going to be a uh, I'm excited yeah. to look into that. Yeah, no, it's, it's brilliant, brilliant work. Um, in regards to the podcast, like as well as Pat Davili's podcast is, has been a sort of constant through through my journey, um, and has been really good value. You know, he he, he talks uh, a lot about you know like morning routine, self regulation, goal setting, and stuff, but also spiritual side and you know it, it's very interesting like and he has great guests on as well uh russell brand podcast uh i think that's very good have you ever listened to that no i've never listened to, to russell brand and um, i actually know i know a couple of people that have said great things about it yeah no he, he's very good and uh has great guests as well now uh i've, I've actually re- listened to a couple of his books as well and he's really really interesting guy like obviously been through you know the drug yeah, uh, addiction he's, and stuff as well. He's been through it all. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, I think like uh, 
obviously the Brian Keane podcast. And another one I listened to a lot was the Aubrey Marcus podcast. No, I haven't heard it. Yeah, he's he's good as well, uh, American lad. But uh, yeah, he it's sort of I read his book as well. I think it's called Own the Day or something like that. And it, it's you know a lot to do with morning routines and just routines having sort of structures throughout the day. Yeah, so, so yeah, powerful. I recommend that. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I love that. And there's a few. Uh, there's a lot of valuable podcasts there for people to uh, to listen to. And and I've only actually got into podcasts in the last just over a year I'd say um, mm. so I, I love it because you know, it's it's something you can do on the go <laughs> you know yeah. and, and that's, yeah, the, that's, that, that's the uh, the beauty about the audibles as well um, when you're saying uh, like Brian Keane one thing Brian Keane says and uh, I'm not sure if he still does this but he used to he had a gym 10 minutes away from his house but he used to he used to he joined the gym an hour away from his house, so he used to use his car as a library on, on wheels. So oh, right, when he was yeah. when he was he just he was getting he was driving to driving to the gym and you know an hour there an hour back he's listening to a, yeah. an audible book or a podcast. Yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's brilliant. Just, yeah, it's definitely a great use of time. Like absolutely. Um, so obviously you've you've shared a lot there. You've shared your stories, your challenges. Um, I couldn't be more appreciative. Like honestly, I'm so grateful for you to to take your time. Um, Thanks very much. I, I know. No I know it's early in the morning and I know there's a lot, there's still a lot of changes that need to be made in the world. And I'm not saying that the two of us are sitting here going to change the world, but <laughs> you know, if one person can pick up a book that you recommended or pick up a pod or let's start into a podcast or even take something in, into consideration and, and, and try it, you know, that's, yeah. that's what we're doing it for, you know, exactly. That, yeah. That's, that's that, that's what we're doing it for. And like you said, it's, you can get to the other side and that's the beauty about it. You can get to the other side and you've lived through it. I've lived through it. Um, and you need to have that belief, belief in yourself. 100%. Yeah. There's always hope, you know, no matter how, how bad you think you have it or how desperate times are, uh, there is always, it'll always, this too shall pass. It'll always exactly. change. Yeah, that's exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, so we'll leave it at that. I appreciate your time, Leon, obviously. Um, yeah. Is there any uh, anything you else you wanted to cover or any questions you had for myself? No. Um, no, I think that's everything. I just like fair play to you for what you're doing. I think it's amazing. Uh, and you're doing a great job. Uh, I, I love the podcast and and the, the Instagram page. I think it's very valuable. Um, and yeah, no, fair play to you. Uh, hope you're keeping well over in Canada. I appreciate. It. I'm settling in well. Yeah, now the, the with the page and the the podcast, it's um it's something that when I was going on Instagram, when I was struggling and I was going through my tough times, and I'd see someone like me on Instagram, I'd be like, "Oh, go away! Would you just stop? Yeah, Would you yeah. just stop?" Because you just don't feel like it's 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 ever going to be you. You don't feel like you're yeah. not not on Instagram. I don't mean like I never mm-hmm. said I'd be on Instagram and doing what I'm doing, yeah. but I never thought that I could be that happy. Do you know, and, yes, and, and I, know, I know just, exactly what you mean. Yeah. You just block it out and you, you just don't want to see it. And then one day it all changes. Um, so, look, again, we've covered a lot. Leon, I appreciate your time again. And yeah. uh, thanks so much for coming on. No problem at all. It was a pleasure, Joey. Thanks very much for having me.